Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I want you to know that the mothership has landed. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, my brother? I want permission to come aboard the mothership. Asking permission to join a sports talk spaceship? Well, we're all a little crazy. The mothership has connected. The mothership, the, the, the mothership. Let's go, on. I'm doing great. Billy Jockalone, how you feeling? Well, I feel good and I'm doing well. It's Mraz, it's Bogish, it's a summer Wednesday here on the DA show. It's a day. It's it a might day. be spring. It's another day. It's another day. Remember, you can listen to us free on the Odyssey app, Sirius XM 158, all of our wonderful affiliates. We will continue to be audio only. Shocking, I know, for a radio show this week as Kaplan takes some time off. Billy Jockalone, Kevin Wall with us. Pete, the body taking a little time off. And DA still taking some time off. Learning how to be a DA daddy. A daddy? I asked this to him when he came on last week. I don't, there's no easy answer here. Yeah. It doesn't fit. So with that, and of course, because we get a game seven where a team could have came back. We're talking about worst case scenario. He's a da-da. A da-da. A da-da. I like it. I love the da. I like it. If the Celtics had won Game 7, it would have been worst case. It would have been another log to the fire of D.A. being out after big sporting events. (laughs) He survived that. But nonetheless, I've been told that we're in between diaper changes, and D.A. is with us on the D.A. show now. Oh. Did you know that these days, Mraz, you and I working the overnights, our first two years here at CBS Sports Radio, has prepped me for this exact moment because I actually have pulled the overnight diaper and feeding shift here at Casa Amendo. I am getting up at 1 (laughs) a.m. and I am taking little AJ up until about 5, 5.30 or so and then giving it back to the bourbon bell and then (laughs) getting like a few hours sleep. So I just woke up from shift number two of sleeping. I'm getting total of like five to six hours a day, which I consider it kind of a win so I'm, oh. it's kind of like after hours with da around here you're gonna be a real peach when you come back boy are you <laughs> a couple months that that sleeping is gonna kill you so before we get into any sports how i mean we're almost a week later right how we, or, or we are a week later the evolution of you as a dad are we in a flow are we in a rhythm well so i have so many thoughts on this i mean number one 
again, I, I bow at the altar of you guys for having done this twice now in your lives. It is just, it's so harrowing in so many ways. <laughs> but what I've found as the evolution is when you're at the hospital the first couple of days, first couple of nights, they last forever. You're like, it can't only be 11 o'clock at night. It needs to be in the morning. I need it to be in the morning. We have to get out of here at some point in time. Like time slows down to a molasses crawl. And then you get to a point about four days later when you can't believe how quickly days are going by because you got nothing done. You're like, wait a second, it's already nine o'clock and I have absolutely done nothing today. How could it be tomorrow already? So I'm, you know, I, I was texting with Bogish. It's just like the, the play clock moves too fast. It's just you, you're getting the play in at like nine seconds to go. You're getting to the line. You're like, there's only four seconds to snap the, the ball. You're just like, I, I need more time here. We need more time. But no, we're, we're in a little bit more of a, a rhythm. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just, it's, it's the most amazing thing ever on so many levels, but it, it just messes with your entire equilibrium, doesn't it? Well, let me give you a little light at the end of the tunnel here. When sweet little Andrew Jack sleeps through the night. <laughs> Don't ever say that. For the, for the first <laughs> time. Ever, I, I can actually tell you that when we were going over middle names for Jay. <laughs> I said, there's one, there's one name we will never, ever, 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 ever call this child. And it, we, we can debate everything else, but there's one that will never happen. <laughs> and, you, and that just came out of your mouth. So let's never say that ever again. <laughs> but the first time he sleeps through the night and you, therefore, are not woken up at 1 a.m. by mayhem, yeah. you'll then wake up. The sun will be up. You'll look at the clock. You'll go, it's 5.30, 6 a.m., and you will think that someone took him, or he got, or he learned to walk, oh, and he yeah. went out. It's oh, yeah. the, it is both simultaneously exhilarating because they did it, but then frightening because you're like, "What did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> Where the last eight hours go? Is everybody here and accounted for?" So, yeah. call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I could 
could Hopefully see that. Hopefully that comes soon for you guys. I, I could see that. Now, every day is a total gift. Every day is a blessing no matter what. And uh, what one of the things I'm so impressed by is just the total comfort of going in your pants. This is what Marasmus <laughs> feel like. You're welcome. It's just incredible. <laughs> Newborns just like are onto he, something. He's perfectly quiet and still. It's 3 a.m. You know, I'm on my 14th bad movie of the of the day. I'm <laughs> sifting through Roku TV. And I'm like, what channel? I didn't even know the popcorn flicks app. Oh, if you're on the know. actual Roku channels, oh, you yeah, are the scraping the well, bottom of the barrel. I'm telling you guys, I have seen the worst of the worst. And then you just see him and he's so peaceful and his eyes are closed and he's doing that little baby gurgle. Like, you're like, oh man. <laughs> and you just hear. Whoa! And you could just do that in the middle of your sleep. That peacefully is so impressive. It's just so incredibly impressive. Now that I think about it, it's probably what prepped my wife to have the two kids (laughs) sleeping next to me making the same sounds. Uh, With that, I mean, DA, look, you're talking about bad movies. Did you get a chance to watch Game 7? I mean, I know you're on basically no sleep, tape delay. Any thoughts on what transpired here with the Celtics? So I slept through the entire thing. I went to bed at So about... did the Celtics. <laughs> I was on the Celtics sleep schedule. <laughs> uh, I went to bed at about 8.30, 9 o'clock that night, as I said, to prep for the overnight I was on the Jalen Brown plan that night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I, I woke up at 1 a.m. and it had been over and I clicked on the CBS Sports app and just saw. And so the, yesterday I caught up with some highlights and caught up reading about it, you know, when he was sleeping and whatnot. Um, but you know what's amazing is that I can't say I'm all that surprised throughout the entire thing. And again, I have watched very little sports since he came eight days ago. But I, through that series, I, I was just... I was taken aback by through the series. It felt like the Heat were always the the aggressors or kind of setting the pace for everything. I mean, even game six where the Celtics had to survive. I know they had the lead, but that they had to survive that final shot. It was like the Celtics kept getting just enough of a breath to extend this seemingly. I know that they won game five and game six easily, but I don't know. Once we got to game seven, I said, I, it feels like, and Mraz can, can vouch, we were texting about this. I was yes. like, they might have expended all of their energy just getting to Game 7. Yes. And the DNA of the Celtics is so poor. And whether it's Missoula, whether it's Jalen Brown, whether it's Tatum, whether it's the culture of the team, I just felt like that's not that surprising. The way that we had gotten to that point in time, and... You know, the the Celtics themselves, having done that in front of the, that fan base, I was not all that surprised that they kind of laid an egg because I just didn't ever kind of trust their guts or their heart in that situation. Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree. And now to spin it forward, Jalen Brown, there's a lot of talk about maybe him getting moved. And, DA, one thing that we have hammered home, maybe the only take you've supported me on the Celtics remain ringless since that Tatum Brown, the, the Pierce Garnett pick trade. This team only has one ring since 1986. They suddenly are starting to look like a little bit of an overrated franchise. I think that the Celtics themselves are are constantly um, victims is the wrong word, but they are they are rewarded by being the Celtics in the public eye. You know, I was up there when they went to that second NBA Finals with the Garnett crew in 2010. And that was the, the vestiges of the ones that had won in 08 with Doc and KG and Paul Pierce. And they, 
it was like the, the Celtics great the greatness is back the 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 window is back for them to to compete for championships which was not the case before Garnett and Ray Allen showed yeah. up and they kind of have always ridden that they got back to prominence and now we can expect them as a as a contender year after year after year and it's just not the case they've been super talented they've made some really smart moves but the fact that Danny Ainge and Brad Stevens and now Joe Mazzulla have kind of consistently made them contenders, I think has um, misled people into thinking that they're actually championship worthy. And last year was the closest version of that, but they, they were really not as good as the Warriors when it mattered. And the Warriors weren't a great champion either. So they're always good never great, and they don't seem to ever hang around their neck the reputation of can't win the big one. Maybe this year they'll do it because it was a real eye-opener that they sucked that bad, that bad in Game 7. Are we going to argue about this again? <laughs> so I've I, been me... delicately on your side the last couple of days saying that now is the time to have the conversations about the franchise that you guys wanted to have like from day six of the Brad Stevens era. But, I mean, they are, by definition, contenders. Like, they are. They were in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Final. Like, that makes them a contender. You're right. I think it just, though, it's interesting where the line is in our sports landscape of when a team goes from really good, solid franchise to chokers. Because the Celtics have now had enough good teams that didn't close, that didn't win a championship, to where other franchises have been labeled chokers. We've had good teams throughout the years in a lot of sports, but if you don't win a title and you have multiple cracks at doing so, you get labeled, can't win the big one. And I wonder if this is finally the season that that narrative changes because I don't think the Celtics ever worn that yet. Right, and I guess I, in my in my mind, they can live in both of those worlds. Like, it's not one or the other. Like, being a choker doesn't mean you're a bad franchise or that you're overvalued because you're going to, when we get to next year, they're still going to be mentioned presumably among the best teams in the East because they're that good. So like they can still be a good they can and they're still the envy of a third if not half of the NBA. There are a lot of teams who would trade the last 15 years of their franchise for what the Celtics have done. So there's good and bad. It's not just one or the other. You're right. I think it just becomes when do you stop getting the benefit of the doubt that you can win a championship, that that people expect you to win a championship. Because, again, how many franchises have we had where you're like, yeah, they'll be good next year, but I would never pick them to win the NBA Finals. To me, they're now in that category. And I, I think the Jalen Brown whole void, what yeah. have you, yes. is a huge reason why. Now, not to pivot too far away from sports. I know we're CBS Sports Radio, but DA, the next time I think we may see you is Bob's Bar. You're going to be on the air before then. Today's a really big day ahead of the Bob's Bar show, which is just over two weeks out. Uh, as we all know, if we all go to Major League Baseball opening day, when you show up and you see those fresh lines painted, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Bunting. T today is power washing <laughs> day, or at least the power washer gets dropped from my shed to Bob. It's the last uh, things he's looking to do. He is freshly polyurethaned Bob's bar two days wow. ago. Wow. To give it a fresh, nice wow. coat. And he has requested I bring his power washer that I borrowed over and he is basically just putting down the lines now. He is fully blown prepared Bob's Bar here for this moment. And there is a local television network, I didn't uh, even reveal this to Bogus, that is now in talks with Bob about doing a story about a Giants fan and that now are debating whether that's the day they bring the camera crew to show what a party Bob's oh, Bar is as well. Man. 
So the power washing, the polyurethane, and I mean, this place is getting, it's like the palestra right now. And he stiff-armed <laughs> the, the construction crew. Their, yeah. Their work's done. It, there is palpable buzz officially in the West Babylon, Long Island area for this. I have so many questions. The, the answer, the short answer is yes. That'll probably be the first time I see you guys in person. My, uh, my leave from the show will end next Monday, so I'll be back on the air on Tuesday, and we'll do a couple of weeks on the air, but I'll just do it from home. But uh, the first time I see you guys probably will be that day, unless there's another reason to come into the studios or something. Yeah. But so my first big question is, what's the construction look like sewer-wise on the streets? Because this has been something well, pressing they... on me. I'm, you know, I'm sitting up in the middle of the night watching B movies, and I'm thinking, is this is the sewage <laughs> construction done in West Babylon? So the answer is yes, but I don't know. Completed. So. They have the local West Babylon Memorial Day parade on Monday morning. So we pack up the kids and we head over. And obviously the rallying point is Bob's Bar and we walk up. And right around the the corner property in which my parents live. How does live, the parade not go past Bob's Bar? Well, a couple corners up. you got to clear out. All they right. know. <laughs> there are where they dug up for the sewer. They re-put down like new tar, if you will. But nothing is even. So I don't know if they have to come over and now like uh, repave yeah. the roads. It's like huge bumps that are paved over. So I say this to say that they've already been given the warning, and they say they'll basically be done with all this by that show. If they do not elect to repave the road yet, it is going to make things extremely dicey for handing your keys over to Zach Gelb to have to navigate <laughs> these bumps in the road. Okay. That's a concern. Number two, the idea that I could show up right now in West Babylon to Bob's Bar and there's a, a freshly dressed deck, and there is uh, you know, the the fresh lines, the chalk lines rolled out, and there's somebody that's putting the first hot dog on the grill, and it feels like opening day is so, <laughs> so thrilling. Yes. It is so thrilling, to, especially where I am right now. And I can tell you uh, <laughs> one of the highlights of this, uh, no offense to Mraz, no offense to his family, but I booked my hotel for Thursday night. <laughs> Uh, of the night before Bob's Bar. Uh, I, I, I knew that there was uh, some extenuating circumstances perhaps in, in all households involved here, and I did not want to be the the uh, you know the cousin Eddie rolling up uh, from we're the okay. sticks. Yeah, we're okay. Like, we're, oh, yeah, we're hey, okay. who am I staying with? Crapper's full. So, uh, no, cigar-smoking got... dude's taking that bed this year. Oh, okay, okay. So I, but I booked, I booked it, and I just like, clicked yes on the on the app or my phone and i was just like oh i can smell bob's bar you know it's 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 like when you see pitchers and catchers report and you're like i can smell opening day so i am really excited i've got a few goodies to bring to the event and uh i'm gonna have to talk it over with Mraz secretly because i don't want to say anything here on the air that bob might hear but yeah. uh it's gonna be I i'm just i'm beyond excited and you will see uh, a unique version of DA, one that has been <laughs> burrowed in in a hole for uh, a couple of weeks uh, with a newborn. You, you, even, you even, by getting that night's sleep, may be the most wide awake and not needing that typical 10, 15 Bob's Bar nap, too. That could be a huge deal for the listeners. Before we get out of here, um, I just wanted to say that I, I got so many amazing um, replies and emails and dms from our listeners when aj came last week and we made the announcement and i and eagle really made the announcement <laughs> that said uh you're going to be a great dad and i i just wanted to say right now you guys have no idea what that meant to me only because this is my first 
And a lot of you would only glean that from who I am on the air because you haven't seen me with my nephews or nieces or you haven't seen me behind the scenes with children or whatnot. And that really touched me quite deeply that just people thought I might be good at this. And even I don't know if I'm good at this. I don't know if I will be good at this, but I hope that I am. And that really meant a lot. So I, I of course, I couldn't get to every response, but I did read them all. And that was that was huge. And that was one side of this coin. And then the other side is the few chuckleheads that are saying, oh, DA's milking this. Uh, and <laughs> you get on that little Debbie truck today, DA? Yeah, I'm hungry, that man. little Debbie truck. And, and I just, I, I, want devil dog. I want to address that as well. From uh, milking Patrick is what we'll call him because he thinks that I'm milking this. Uh, and uh, Meek in uh, Myrtle Beach who says, uh, what did he say? He said, oh, you're going to oh, yeah, name somebody? I love this. By the way, <laughs> we already defended you on this today. But I'm here to yes. here. He was Little Debbie. Yeah, this is little, little Debbie Brad or Little Debbie Meek or whatever this is. And it is just this um, in a nutshell. If you know me and you've heard me on the air, perhaps you, the reason that you think I might be a good dad is because you know that I commit myself 100% to the things that really matter to me. And the show has always really mattered to me. And doing right by the listener has always really mattered to me. And now being a dad really matters to me. And uh, I, I have, I have, I say this honestly, I've taken uh, advice from Bogues and from Baraz and from Bilotti. And that is around here on this show, as important as the show has always been, we have always said family comes first no matter what. And when you're with family, do not even think about the show. We've all said that to each other constantly. When you're, when you're doing something with your family, do not even think about this show. And I really feel like it's part of the magic of this show is that when you're here, you're all in. And when you're not, you take care of those important things. And so when AJ came, me being a first-time dad, um, Bogues has oftentimes said, like, this is going to be the most important job of your life. And I really believe it. And I see how amazing of a dad he is. And I said, I'm not going to shortchange my kid as I shortchange the audience. Because as I said, there's no way I'm watching anything. So my takes would be crap. I mean, my, my opinions right. would be just garbage opinions. And I'm certainly not going to show up at the house after a long day and be totally exhausted to then take over my firstborn and be like, yeah, let's just get through the day. Every moment I'm with him is a blessing. It's a gift. Every single second I'm with him, I, I'm kind of charmed and saying like, how did I get so lucky? So I'm fully committed in these two weeks of leave to be the absolute best dad I can be and best husband I can be. And my wife needs it right now. And not everything went incredibly smoothly um, from last week and whatnot. So I'm here for her and I'm here for him. And I, I only say this not as some type of flex or whatever, but there's a reason behind me not being on the show. And I really love that people want me back on the show, but there is a much more important job for me to do, and I'm thrilled to do it. And when I'm back on the show, I will give everything I have to the show. But there's going to be a lot of days this summer where you don't hear me, maybe weeks this summer that you don't hear me. And it's because I'm doing the most important job I got. And so um, for anybody that, and I know that social media is not a great gauge, but I just feel for uh, moms that feel this innate pressure to have to get back to work or dads that feel this innate pressure to be back at work because, well, we'll just move on with your life. You know, we got to get things done. Like we got to get the little Debbie truck uh, out there and get the devil dogs delivered or whatever. There is no job that's unimportant. I'm not saying that any job is more important than not, but 
this job allows me some space to be a dad and I'm going to take advantage of that. And the last thing you guys need is a half-assed take on game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals that I didn't watch. And the last thing my newborn needs is for me not to pay attention to him because I needed to create some stupid take um, that I didn't really have to do. So that's the line that I'm walking right now. And I appreciate everybody that would love to have me back on the show uh, every day, but I feel incredibly lucky that Merez and Bogues can take over for me and do a great job. And this is just about me doing the most important job I have today to the best of my ability. And when I'm back on the show, I'll do that to the best of my ability. So for every mom or dad that feels some type of external pressure from idiots that are like, oh, you should be back. Man, who knows how many days you get to just sit with your kid ever for 24 hours, which I get to do right now. Uh, you know, at eight, he doesn't need me to do that. At four, he doesn't need me to do that. At 22, he doesn't need me to do that. But at eight days old, he does. So I get to do it. So I'm going to do it. So that's my piece. Well said, DA. Well said. I think the only counter argument me and Bogues would have would be when they request your work, and that means they hate us. So we don't necessarily <laughs> love that. Also, our stun to a news today was Al Pacino becoming a dad at 82. So no matter what, I know we're going to say no matter what you're doing as a dad, just remember it can't be worse. You're not fathering at 82 like Pacino because I can't imagine he's running around playing wiffle ball. Anytime he's taking soon. more naps than the baby. <laughs> I mean, he. I just did the math. He's going to be 101 at high school graduation. Yeah, I, I mean. <laughs> one a one. Yeah, I mean, Jer Jerry Jones right now is so worried about winning another Super Bowl. How could Pacino not have this concern in him? <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm going to be 44 next month, and, I'm, and I've done the math. So I'm like, wow, I'm going to be 56 at his high, at AJ's high school graduation. That's kind of old. I don't know. <laughs> you know. And then I look at Pacino. I'm like, oh, I'm a spring chicken here. No doubt. <laughs> Honestly, no I'm like I'm like Wimbayama. I feel like I got like 30 years ahead of me of good basketball. The only difference is Schwartz has heard of you. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, listen. Go watch. Uh, you know another 85 Bears documentary. Relax. You're, you enjoy have time. no idea that I actually did do some of that last night. Oh I'm gonna, no! We're gonna do a segment when we come when I come back on the show. Uh, it's the mothership of the movies, fatherhood of the movies. I have I have specifically tried to watch films that you guys would respect me for, <laughs> um, and I'm going to review them kind of like mothership of the movies because really I, that's that's what my two a.m. to six a.m. shift is like is just trying to stay quiet, let uh, mom sleep, and just watch movies. And um, last night I could just find nothing, oh, and so no, I said, "No, is this? A, did I ever see this eighty-five bears doc?" And no, so I just I just clicked on. It's called eighty-five bear. I uh, know it's just called night uh, eighty-five. The greatest team ever. So I said, I don't think I've seen this one. Yeah, they've run out of names for them. <laughs> it was buried. It was buried on Sling TV. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> Those poor producers. And I got through uh, the first ten minutes, and I said, Oh my God, they've interviewed Bill Murray for this. Oh, they've interviewed Obama for this. They've interviewed uh, all these like incredible A-listers because they're Chicagoans. And then I saw, oh, they don't have license to the NFL films footage, oh, so no. it's the worst documentary ever. And I said, no, I'm not doing this. Oh. I'm actually the, the first ever 85 Bears doc. I actually uh, pulled the ejection, the eject button on. So I, I've got so far ten movies that I have watched and reviewed. Ten? Wow, yeah, I'm through ten. So and, what year uh, are you on now? 92? How, are you doing these chronologically? I'm Wait till you see Back to the Future 2. <laughs> I'm bouncing back and forth between new ones like Air and You People, 
with some old ones. I just watched for the first time Whiplash last night. Can you believe I've never watched Whiplash? I don't oh, think the, I've ever watched Whiplash. The drummer movie, right? The, yes. Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's with Miles Teller and oh, okay. uh, Aaron Rodgers' buddy. Yes. Uh, yes. And uh, I'm forgetting the name of the teacher. J.K. Simmons? J.K. Rowling's, right? No. J.K. Simmons. Yeah, J.K. Rowling wrote <laughs> Harry Rowling. Potter. Harry Potter. J.K. Simmons. Wow. Uh, my God, what a phenomenal movie. So, yeah, I'm kind of bouncing between the most modern and ones that I just missed that I knew that were really good. But I'm, I'm trying to make you guys proud without watching, uh, yeah, like Sweet uh, 16 Candles for the, ten, okay. know, the 30th time. All and, right. I know we've gone way over. I have to close with this because the audience is going to want to know. You're still getting fat? What's the eating like over oh, there Oh, right it's now? coming. No, I, I went through my lean period, and now I'm probably going to go back into the fat train because <laughs> – there's, there's no other way to do it. You, you, the, it just happens. Yeah, the two days before the hospital, you know, you're you're running all around. I'm not eating full meals, getting the whole the nursery in in place, making sure everything is is ready to go. <laughs> then we're at the the hospital, and like I'm eating barely anything. I'm staying up at all hours of the night to burp him, to feed him, to make sure that. Uh, my wife can get just a little bit of rest. I'm not sleeping well when I'm there because I'm in the ho- uh, the hospital chair that's like a pull-out pseudo bed. So I ate almost nothing for the four days that we were in the hospital. Then I came back to the house and like, again, I'm just kind of like grabbing whatever I can. So I've actually probably shed four to five pounds. Wow. But um, but that's just like stress and not sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that now I would say... A week from today, when I'm back at the office, uh, or a little bit less than that, I'm probably going to just start housing terrible food again, Ah, just like like inhaling food. So it'll all come back to me because, um, yeah, I just have just, again, head is in a blender still, so I haven't been eating a lot. Well, that sounds good. And if Badlands cannot burp on demand, you've now practiced burping him. He can you can <laughs> yeah. pat him right in the back there, get it out of him in my I face. I got the burp thing down. I got the burp cloth down. If if Badlands needs a burp cloth, I've got plenty of oh, them. Oh, this we is can bring so in. good. We almost need you in a dad fanny pack as Badlands burps. That'll just add to it so well. All right, well, go. After go, he burps yeah. in your face, should I stick some formula in his face? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, is this Semilac? All right. <laughs> Uh, all right, dear. Well, listen, go spend time with AJ. Um, remember, from this point forward, Entenmann's over Little Debbie's, and just enjoy your day, man. <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks for holding down the fort for me. And good to hear uh, Kevin Wall and, and Billy Jock and the other uh, it's great. The line that I dialed in today. It's this great. Cool. It was great. No Christmas music. We're off to a good start. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> See you guys later. See you later. Okay. Ho, ho, ho. Okay, when we come back, one final CeeLo update. And good, just good to hear from DA. We'll read some of your tweets on that as well. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. What the hell did you just say to me? I don't know what you just said, Shep. I asked if you liked the play-in. The answer is yes. The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. It is the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Aaron tweets in, since when was D.A. going to be a dad? Well, since last week. Moist Pork. Wow, that was a great interview with D.A. You should bring him on more often. (laughs) Oh, Kyle tweets in, D.A. always being the ultimate role model. Respect, D.A. Carla with a K. Take all the time you need. Being a dad is 100% the most important. Dixieland Dan, whose insurance is going to cover the car when Zach hits one of these huge holes or bumps and rips the bumper off and shatters the radiator on said vehicle? That'll go on Bob's insurance, or is Zach going to handle that one? Can one of your daughters turn a wrench by Maybe. the 19th, the 16th? Land, then hate to break it to you. How this matters when you rent a car or bring your own car is your insurance covers it. Okay? <laughs> your insurance does. Uh, cigar smoking dude, what's the 
what is wrong is that Zach Gelb can't drive a manual transmission. That means I have to park my own car. I feel neglected. Ooh, yeah. I mean, again, no stick. If you're trying to, if you're driving manual, the pops, well, you're just being a show off. That's that your point. fault. You know what I mean? What's that? You're going to turn the key in the ignition, not hit a push start? I mean, come on. How old are we? Uh, and also an interesting one. Penguin Skulls tweets in, hey, I'm a former teacher here. Uh-oh. I agree with you 100%. Teachers know what they are getting into, and honestly, the pay isn't that bad when you include the benefits. Teachers love playing the martyr card, and P.S., they tip like crap. Wow. Wow. That wow. from a teacher's mouth. Mm. A teacher's mouth. Ari Gold tweets in, I hope Pete isn't at home upset that he's not getting an interview. I can imagine him silent yelling and cursing you out while holding the baby. Fair tweet, Ari. Uh, he would also be mad if we asked him to come on. Come on now. I'm not doing this. I got two kids here. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and the burner tweets in, this is such an L take, Moraz. I hate other people's kids. Couldn't imagine having to babysit them and get two months off as a consolation prize. Again, this is what I hate about my takes. People go to the most extreme and don't listen to the words. Did I say I hated teachers? Did I ever say that? I, I Did I ever say that a teacher itself wasn't a hard job? I never said that. You oh, told them to shut up. I said when they complain, it, you know, just remember your perks compared to other people's perks. That's all. That's all. I don't want to hear them complain. Right. You told them to shut up. All right. Maybe I went to the extreme. Point stands. I think it's that you don't understand what you're saying. We understand No, I it. understand. You just don't want to admit Shawnee, Shawnee Blue Collar. No. All right. What do we got? CeeLo, are you in the house? Yeah, I'm here. Do you hear CeeLo? I'm going to turn yeah. your microphone on. I'm here. All yeah. right. Whose name are you going to mispronounce this update? Nobody. It was just the one early this morning. You know, you guys corrected me. We move forward. I, I strive to make that the only mistake of uh, the show. And we're going to shake up dinner time with HelloFresh, by the way, with Whoa. 40 weekly recipe options. There's always something new to try. Get 16 free meals plus free shipping with code SKATE16 at HelloFresh.com slash SKATE16. Rapid fire with Bob Myers as we put a bow on his situation, stepping down as Warriors president and GM yesterday after 12 years and four NBA championships. Basically said he doesn't have it in him anymore, or at least right now, despite reported attempts by Joe Lacob to convince him to stay. This wasn't about money. I just want to make that clear. It's not about money. I make plenty of money. I got offered plenty of money. So thank you for that. And now it's about looking back on the relationships he has built. Two of them more obvious than others. First and foremost, Steve Kerr. And beyond viewing him as a Hall of Fame coach. You know, you can go through a whole life and not, like, not meet people like that, not make friendships like that. It's super rare. Most GMs and coaches don't like each other. Um, and I can see why. It's pretty... Set up to fail. Your fault. No, it's your fault. No, you're doing it wrong. You should play these guys. No, you got me the wrong players. It's so set up to fail. That is a fair point. Yeah. I haven't thought of it that way Which before. is why when NFL teams don't hire in lockstep, yeah. you are setting your franchise up for failure. It might Shh. seem fine in the real time. It's going to be a disaster. Shotgun marriage. Yes. There you you don't want that. By the way, would any of you guys start bubbling crying if our relationship here ended and we were leaving? No, but we also didn't spend, like, every waking moment together and win four NBA titles together either. Well, we, we won a couple fake Marconis. No, we didn't. No. Um, and with all due respect to CBS slash Intercom slash Odyssey, they're not the Warriors right. of the NBA. Yes. But the DA show is the Warriors of CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, I'll, if I, I'll cry over Pete. 
<laughs> but but I but in general, he also didn't cry over Curry. He only cried when he started talking about the fans and growing up being one. Right. That would be a great bit if the show ever ended. We all hug each other and cry, except we immediately stop crying when we hug Pete goodbye. <laughs> no, just shake Pete's hand. <laughs> hey, Pete, uh, it's been fun. Good luck to you. Poor Pete. Poor best of luck. Here's one on Steph Curry, the other uh, most notable relationship that I alluded to. People know him for what he does, but how lucky is this organization to have him as its leader? And for me to get to watch him be that guy for, for my whole time here, what a gift to me, and, and that's one I could never... Repay. Spoke about quite a few other players as well. He mentioned getting a call from Kevin Durant as that news broke yesterday. Some quick baseball notables here. Aaron Judge, home run number 18, helping the Yankees dump the Mariners in Seattle last night, 10-2. The Dodgers beat the Nationals 9-3. Freddie Freeman, 4-5 for five with a home run to extend his hitting streak to 19 games. And Kodai Senga tossed seven innings of one hit ball, nine strikeouts to help the Mets shut out the Phillies 2 to nothing. Now, Senga, seen, what is the yeah. genesis of that one? The genesis of what? His name? Senga Genesis. Oh, God. See, that's not even... I didn't even recognize that one as a pun. That's how bad that was. What's wrong? But I will give you credit. They are. They do, I think, when he has a strikeout, they, they play the Sega. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. It's a bit of a stretch, Thank but that's you. fine. So I had heard Alex Rodriguez was going to be making the rounds today, doing a bit of a media tour, uh, and I had asked somebody in, with us tomorrow. in the business. Is he? No. Okay. Well, I had asked somebody in the business, you know, what? okay, well, what's he plugging? Obviously, he's he's promoting something. They didn't know. Well, we have our answer this morning. Uh, this is from the CBS Morning's Twitter account. A-Rod dominated the baseball field for decades, but now he's on a mission to raise awareness after revealing his diagnosis of early-stage gum disease. And that was pretty much how they wow. injured him on the uh, CBS Morning Show this morning, and uh, here was his first comment. I just recently went to see my dentist and not thinking anything about any gum disease. And the dentist tells me the news. And then I come to find out over 65 million Americans have this gum disease. Mm. So it's important for all the viewers watching, all Americans, all folks, go out there and take care of your teeth. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Not A-Rod's new campaign. Just regular gum disease. Gum disease. Like, it's use always, Listerine. Yeah. Use mouthwash It's gum always disease. better to be safe. Go see your local dentist. So as you said that, I was thinking more seriously. I'm like, wow, was he a chew guy? And now I'm thinking to myself, well, that's what the, the anchor there was like. Oh, the baseball players with everything, with the tobacco and the sunflower seeds. And it's like a 15-minute interview. And I saw it right before I came in. So I haven't had a chance to watch all of it I yet. I got to have gum disease. I go in and out of yellow teeth constantly. Oh. Oh. Jeez. No, Sometimes. you're the healthiest blank guy out there. Your teeth are probably <laughs> perfect. Well, my wife forever told me, go to the dentist, because she used to say I had really stinky breath. So I went to the dentist. I had a root canal, and then I used to go to the dentist like every three months. And then Taylor was born, every and I kept going every three months. Th- yeah. It's like, supposed to be every six months. I know, but I was going a lot, and she was like, you go to the dentist too much. You need to stop. Okay. And now I haven't gone in like two years, and I think my breath stinks again. Yeah, I'm kind of in that boat as well. Yeah. I need to get there. I finally found a good dentist. That's the problem. Yeah. Oh, my Finding one, and one that takes your insurance as right. well. Yeah. No, mine, I, I had a good one. Yeah, but again, like some, you know, the process, once you find one, you got to hold on to them for, for as long as possible. Yeah. That's yeah. how I lost my last one. They stopped yeah. taking my insurance. Yeah. So I just find another one, and this guy's good. I like I like going to the dentist. I've never had a problem with the dentist. Same. Now, yeah. I've also had, I have good teeth, knock on wood. I've never had any kind of I, major I, catastrophe. I look at it as a mouth massage. <laughs> I guess that's one way to, to look at it. Yeah. 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 
You yep. like to sit in that chair and let oh, them just go to work. Away. Yeah. Take the tar pick off away. my mouth and away we go. Take the tar off my mouth. Yeah, that's the problem. So are you you're not a coffee guy guy though, are you? No. Yeah. No. See, I got the the coffee the cafe the coffee stains. No, I got Kona big wave stains. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Anything else? Uh yes. <laughs> Incoming Nashville Predators GM Barry Trotz has officially announced that they are hiring Andrew Brunette as their new head coach after they parted ways with John Hines, uh, John Hines yesterday. Did you guys at all during Is a John break? John Hines fifty seven? With French fried potatoes? Oh, God. Hey, did you guys at all get a look in the breaks at this uh, athletic story out about Aaron Rodgers and what things went south with the Packers? No, there's another story. So about there's a this. long form. The, the Packers beat Ryder for the athletic. This was the tease on the tweet. What really happened with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in the three years after they took Jordan oh. Love? I heard stories and then asked Rodgers if he wanted to respond. He called me and had plenty to say. So I read the entire story and. Got to be honest, there weren't that many major takeaways there outside of I mean, him outlining the back and forth between Gutekunst this offseason and why they couldn't quite hook up with the bad <sighs> cell service and the FaceTime. Oh, so and back all on that. FaceTime. Yeah, so he he basically wanted to circle back on that Still and doing further this? dig in on that explanation. I think I officially know more about Aaron Rodgers' life than I do my own. Yeah. Here it goes. I, I, have, teacher's life. I have zero or one bar at the house. So you call me, sometimes it goes through. Most of the time it drops and doesn't go through. Everybody who knows me when I'm out west, they know that's how to get a hold of me. So you can say whatever you want about that, but that's the bleeping truth. Great. Doesn't he have an agent? He does. And apparently Doesn't the, he have millions of dollars that he, he can get a Wi Fi well. yes. and Wi Fi extender? Well, that's why he wants FaceTime, because that goes on the Wi Fi. Phone calls go on Wi Fi too in twenty twenty three. I think it might depend on your service, your your whatchamacallit. Thing. Oh my god. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't have one of the fifty million services that allow <laughs> Wi Fi calling, that's I, not on anybody else. All I'm saying is that for whatever reason in my neighborhood in Long Island, not even the hills of California, my regular cell service is awful. Same for me at my house. Need awful. the Wi-Fi. Where my wife yeah. works, her cell service is terrible in Long Island. So, so I, we're seeing this as feasible. So this I, is where, right, that's but, we're coming to. So even if he had the worst, if he bought his cell phone from Pat's cell phone Bonanza, and he had the worst <laughs> plan ever, no coverage, he has multiple people, go-betweens, that the Packers could have talked to and said, tell Aaron we need to call him. Could he go to the pay phone by the right. diner and give us a call? Or could he walk into town <laughs> yeah, and buzz the us? phone? This is such a dumb story. You mentioned the agent, and he did. It was referenced in the story. Not so much directly from Rogers, but, you know, someone speaking on condition of anonymity, that the agent called Packers president Mark Murphy, I guess, after the Jordan Love pick that offseason, and the demand was fire Gutekunst or trade Rogers, And obviously they did neither. Hmm. So they tried to pat- patch it all together, keep it all together, and make it work. And this is the last thing I'll leave you with. Um, as he talked about um, the relationship, the back and forth with Gutekunst this offseason and how they just couldn't quite get on the same page. Quote, like, come on, man, just tell the truth. You wanted to move on. You didn't like the fact that we didn't communicate all the time. Like, listen, I talk to the people that I like. Oh. <laughs> he sucks. Oh, but that's man. it, though. He didn't want to talk to them. They didn't want to talk to him. So yeah. they like each made one call, didn't go through. We tried, and here, we, and now we move right. on. And I, he and he also took one other jab at them and referenced how, you know, when we I, I kind of publicly said I wanted the communication to improve, and it got a little bit better, but nothing like what I've already experienced in a few weeks oh, with the Jets. Yes, <laughs> I love it. I've never looked more forward to a seven and ten season in my life. In <laughs> They're going to be every every story. Taylor Swift this weekend ups the prediction. Yep. fourteen and three. Yeah, get lost. They suck. <laughs> All right, when we come back, your epic fail. I think. The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Even the DA Show is not perfect. We know. Shocking.
Here's the epic fail. All right. Our stun to a news brought us to Al Pacino at 82 having a baby. It's your epic fail. So Robert De Niro and Al Pacino are best buddies, as you might know. And there's probably been some friendly, spirited competition over the years. But this might be taking it to a new level. So we recently learned that the 79-year-old De Niro became a father for the seventh time, welcoming a child with his girlfriend. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I guess Pacino didn't want to be left out. Just revealed, I believe, yesterday or last night, the 82-year-old is set to welcome his fourth child. As his 29-year-old girlfriend, Nor Alfala. A frisky bisky. What? But you've got 79-year-old De Niro, a dad once again, and now 82-year-old Pacino with an infant can, on the way. Can I give her credit while knocking Al here? Ugh. I give her credit because this is proof that she's not just sitting there giving him a massage or like cooking him dinner and along for like some kind of payout when he keels over. <laughs> hubba hubba. Oh. Do you know anything works? Like, you don't know how college works. You don't know how teachers work. She just got a kid. Now she's getting double payout when he croaks. Ah! I think that you're actually, actually a bad job to the kid if you're willing to have one at 82 years old because... I think 60 is probably the fair cutoff. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, but you know what, though? You need Come on. <laughs> you try to at least, you know, put yourself in a position where you have a relationship with your kid. Right. You're finally getting one right. I think this is incredibly irresponsible, and I'd almost support a rule of, like, an actual age limit where you have to stop having kids. Right. You can't. You have to stop putting kids in the world. Right. Stand up. Let me see that, buddy. But I, I mean, for the love life. of God, this is absolutely disgusting, though. And Just 82, 29. Yeah. <laughs> I'd okay. probably get... Turned down by a 79-year-old rich old woman. So what does that say about me? I'm the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air. Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. Pacino, by the way, 53 when the mother of his child was born. 53. To make you feel better about it. Our poll question of the day, if you were rehired by a job and in your first week back, are you allowed to take free tickets for an event from the company? 73% said yes. Kevin Wool, you're in the clear. He voted that many times. 26% said no. Uh, Mike Biseglia, Mikey B, used to work on Taz and the Moose here. Yeah. And, Boom, and, and Gio, Gio and Jones. Jones said 100% yes. So he would do this. Patty O'Ron tweets in, it's a rather poorly worded question. Why would a job rehire you? Well, I'll ask Kevin Wool that question because it applies to him. That'll put a little bow on it. A permission-graded podcast, yeah, shorter version, but nonetheless, we're not getting punished by side seas. Me and Bogues will handle that post-show here. Thanks to Kevin Wall. Welcome back, buddy. Heck of an effort. Thanks to Billy Jacqueline on the wheels of steel. And I, yeah, no, he's usually here on Wednesday. Today's not a Tuesday. Thanks to Jack Stern, a full day's work out in the newsroom. Thank you to Crystal Presti on updates. Thank you to one another and everybody another. The mothership disconnects. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 